Hello, my friends. This is Julia Polis at Wacky Talk. Hello, friends. This is Julia and Lily Lip at Wacky Talk. And thank you for being nothing. <laughs> and thank you for being with us today. Hey, you know, Lil, we've been talking about this. Do you know tomorrow, uh-huh. March 8th, right, Friday, Friday, is International Women's Day. Whoa, whoa. Now, would you see any evidence around of, of that? Well, we're talking. Yeah, well, but... No, we're... I just wanted to show you the insular, you know, part of this whole thing. We, we're enlightened, okay? Uh, uh, we have empathy. But there's no... So you looked and there's no major major thing going on in Princeton, New Jersey, No, huh? I looked everywhere. I can't find anything. And, like, New York and Philadelphia, they have some events. But right. two years ago, they had something in Princeton, but I... But then women disappeared, right? I don't know what the hell happened. Mm. So I say to myself... Not really. Not with me, too. They didn't disappear. <laughs> <clears throat> You know, I, I never really heard about it until one time in, in yoga class, this woman from Hungary said, hey, what's the deal? Nobody even acknowledges, uh, you know, Women's Day. Uh, so anyway, Women's Day, I started to do a little research. Yeah. Do you know, Women's Day was officially named uh, by the UN in 1975. No but doubt, who knew? No doubt by men. Yes. Uh, however, they sometimes they try to go back and make it like they've done something all the way back right. to 1917, the uh, with the women's oh. movement. Oh. But in 19, I had a note here. The Congress passed in 1987. Uh huh. Pub L 100-9. Uh huh. Designated this month. March Women's History Month. Okay. Oh, oh, History Month. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. So what yeah. the hell is that? What are we? What well, history? well, actually, uh, come to think of it, uh, come to think of it, um, you know, uh, Marvin and I, uh, <laughs> my husband and I, have this uh, great ideas group, and we are we do like to acknowledge things like that. So last month was uh, Black History Month, and we read yeah uh, some uh, great authors, mm-hmm. uh, Baldwin and Richard Ellison. Wright, and oh, Richard uh, Wright, yeah, and uh, Ellison. Um, and um, and this time, because of uh, Women's History Month... What we, are you reading? Well, we, we read um, Willa Cather's Song of the Lark. Oh, I don't know her. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I know My her. My Antonia, you know, probably yeah, yeah, did yeah. in high school. And... But I never read it. Do you know, um, I, I, when I was looking at this, I said, where were we? And why don't we know about it? I mean, women are age. Right. Um, <clears throat> so, in 1988... They started annual proclamations. Like, we need a proclamation to say that there were women and that we have a history. What, what is that? Wait, and wait, wait. But in 1987, they didn't... They actually cast uh, something that made March. That was the UN, though. No. This oh, that was, was the, the U.S. Congress. Okay. And they made, designated that March as Women's <clears throat> History Month. Okay. Okay. Then in 1988, they started annual proclamations. In 2011, Obama administration uh, released a report... Uh-huh. Did you ever see that one? Women no. in America. Indications oh. of social and economic well-being. So that was the first report about women's status and equality since 1963. Did you believe this? Wow. So here we are. Boy, you don't hear about it on the radio even. Do I mean, think? NPR doesn't... I mean, you're yeah. not that I listen 24, but 24, no. but... It's just not mentioned. So 1975, I think, was when actually the UN got behind it. 
and declared it. So the International Women's Day is actually a UN thing, but the whole Women's History Month is, is happening. So I said to myself, self, all right, what's going on? And I came across a book, take a look at it, Lil, called... Oh, Feminist Saints. <laughs> oh, it's great, great. And there are a, a lot of women in here, I don't know, about 50 or so. So I'm going through and I'm thinking, who don't I know? Oh. You know, these names. Yeah, yeah. And there's a bunch I don't. Yeah. But let me... Uh, yeah, read, read a couple of saints out. Saints. <laughs> see, see, see if the audience knows any. Feminist saints. Frances Perkins. Do you know who she is? Uh, Not really, huh? Uh, <laughs> no. Okay. Um, she uh, was appointed by FDR. She was one of the women responsible for Social Security. Okay. Oh, oh. She was a civil servant. Uh-huh. Uh, she uh, said she acknowledged cultivating a matronly appearance to gain the trust of her male peers. Uh, you know, you uh, well, say. but Frances did it. I yeah, mean, Frances right? Did. And you know what? She was probably the first one to have a woman um, civil servant who did not wear a pen um, holder on her. <laughs> what do they call it? Uh, yeah, pen yeah. holder, you know, those plastic pen <laughs> yeah. holders on her jacket. <laughs> it says here, let's see what she did. Okay, <clears throat> on and on and on. Okay, among all her achievements, Perkins would later say that her greatest was the Social Security Act. Ta-da, thank God. If it wasn't for Francis. I don't know, man. We would not be Perkinsing now. Huh? Jesus. Giving a speech at Social Security Administration headquarters at the age of 82. Oh, give me. Oh, Shit, I, I love could. it. One thing I know, Social Security, this is a quote, one thing I know, Social Security is so firmly embedded in the American psychology today that no politician could possibly destroy this act and still maintain our democratic system. Except Trump. Well, yes. Who's been, you know, who talks about it. Right? Exactly. Let's get rid of it all. It is safe. It is safe forever. Okay. So there she was. Oh, so oh. she, this is a big deal. Uh. I have an idea for Women's Day, okay? Okay. Well, uh, shabby though this idea may be, um, what if we made a sign, you know, or signs, okay. and put the names of these feminist saints, you know, from the, this e book, all of them, and yeah. just put, you know, just a little line of credit, what they did. Oh, here's one for you, Lil. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. I remember her. Pussy uh, Riot. Pussy Riot. All right. Remember her? No, there's uh, several of them. There were several Pussy Riot uh, participants in yeah. the group, right? The yeah, punk they group. Call, that's what they call themselves. And um, it, it says here in the book that for a mere 40 seconds on February 21st, 2012, um, the Pussy Riot group uh, changed the lives of the... No, it changed the lives of the women of the Pussy group, sorry. <laughs> uh, catapulting the Russian feminist punk rock protest group to international yeah. fame. That's fabulous. But I think they uh, one or more were put in prison. Yes. Yeah. Um, and they stayed, I don't know, a year or more. But now, I think everybody's out. And I mean, they became like really celebs all over oh, the yeah. world. They oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. We mentioned all over the place. They, they, they were on like, you know, um, David Letterman a couple of years ago, et cetera. Yeah. So, so, so it says here, Pussy Riot has continued to make new statements, more recently setting its sights on Donald Trump. During the run-up to the 2016 U.S. <laughs> presidential election, the ban released its own Make America Great Again. And just a few of the lyrics are, 
What do you want it, what do you want your world to look like? What do you want it to be? Do you know that a wall has two sides and nobody is free? All right. No, I think that's colossal, colossal <clears throat> courage and, yeah. and, and chutzpah uh, and to do that with with a man like Putin in charge. I mean, you know, they played in that cathedral and he yeah, went crazy yeah. and they made fun of it's him. It's fantastic. Him. Yeah. And they're young. Coming out of Russia. Beautiful women. Now, here's another um, a Russian. This was the woman who was a reporter. Uh, she, she was actually born in New York, uh-huh. but she lived in Russia, and she was a journalist. She was very, well, she didn't, I don't know, out, out and out anti-Putin, but uh, she was murdered in, in her <gasps> own apartment building. Oh, wow. Because she In New wrote, York? No, no, in, in uh, Moscow. And she it says he, um, a, a Chechen fighter, um, she was very much, she talked about the Chechens, and we, she was pro, and she tried to get that into the news, and because of this, uh, she was gunned down, and... Um, Let, let's, let's give everybody the name here. Of, geez, okay, oh, jeez, I didn't say it. Anna Politskaya. Po- Anna Politskovskaya. Anna Politskovskaya. That, yeah, Politskovskaya. That's it. You Politskovskaya. got it, girl. You got it. It says here she, um, uh, okay, though it remains unclear who ordered the shooting, ah. talk secret documents released by Edward Snowden wow. confirm that the Russian Federal Intelligence Services had targeted her email account wow. two months before her murder. And she wrote, People in Chechnya are afraid for me, and I find that very touching. Wow. They fear for me more than I fear for myself, and that is how I survive. Except she didn't. Oh, she was a very, a, 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 a very... She was very young. She was um, 66. Was that it? Yeah. She was a very brave woman. I mean, I mean, she would be 66 now. Yeah. So she... I wanted to show another name that I never heard of. Neither did I. Um, um, she's Australian. Oh, wow. I think it's Gladys Elphick. Yes. Uh, Did you want to read a little bit about her? You know, in Australia, they started taking away the Aborigines' children. Children. Yes. And 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 she was part of that. You're kidding. She was taken away. Oh, she was. So she was one of the uh, Aborigines? She was Aborigine? So Gladys Elphick um, was a young widow when she left the Aboriginal mission at Point Pierce in 1939. Uh, she said it wasn't a bad place when she was young, but she lived a terribly sheltered life there. Um, and she was taken to the mission when she was an infant. She went on to found the Council of Aboriginal Women of South um, Australia, which led to the establishment of medical and legal services within the community. Um, that's really wonderful. Yeah, Order she... of the British Empire. She was appointed member of the Order of the British Empire oh, wow, and was named wrong. South Australia's Aborigin, Aborigine of the Year. Wow. She, she was a real fighter. Hello, we're back. And we wanted to talk about uh, American women just a little bit. And Lil and I are big fans of Gail Collins, of course, writes... A, a column for the New York Times, who we've seen in person, who wrote a book called, what is it? Uh, American Women, uh, 400 Years of Dolls, Drudges, Helpmates, and Heroines. Yes. <laughs> so uh, uh, Gail, Gail knows what's happening. And in the middle of her book are some pictures, okay, from various time frames. Here's a picture, oh my goodness, of Pocahontas. Who looks nothing like Elizabeth Warren. <laughs> 
but it does look like Pocahontas. It was Did, a, they have a, a nice looking lady. Yeah, they have they they have her dress Woman. up in an Indian in Indian. Excuse me, not in, in, in English, right? In an English suit. What the hell is that? And now who's this lady? She's, oh, this is uh, Abigail Adams. Abigail Allen's was she's you know she wrote is very famous for all those letters she wrote yeah. to John Adams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I have one of the books. Very smart lady that I didn't write, read, of course. And how we got here. Uh, this is, uh, uh, oh, look, Dorothea Dix, uh-huh. you know, because she was, uh, she was a nurse in the in Civil War, very wow. famous. She required, it says, all her volunteers to be over 30 and plain looking. <laughs> very interesting. Now, what would be interesting is that if she accepted you, you, <laughs> you knew where you stood. Yeah, right. Uh, also here we have, you know, the, the, the women's rights women's rights movement is started in the 20s the two big heroes are elizabeth stady canton excuse me elizabeth katie stanton yes and susan b anthony they did a huge amount of work to get uh the women in the united states the right to vote it's uh, they are we we both are fans of mm-hmm. a woman called uh arundhati roy who is has written uh several fiction books, um, but she's a really known a lot uh, for her activism. Mm-hmm. She's Indian. Mm-hmm. Uh, we Actually, did you go with me? We went to see her. She gave a talk a few uh, years ago at Princeton maybe, maybe, in the yeah, Kosh. Yeah. Anyway, I was looking at this book about women on war. She, says, she makes this comment, quote, the trouble is that once America goes off to war, it can't very well return without having fought one. If it doesn't find its enemy for the sake of enraged folks back home, it will have to manufacture one. Interesting. I came across a couple of interesting things, and one of the things that was in the news the day or the day before yesterday, okay, we all know the Cardassians, right? Yeah, yeah. Ten years ago, they started that uh, Keeping Up with the Cardassians. Mm-hmm. The show, you mean? The uh, reality show. And uh, now, I guess it's still going on, for God's sake, but the two, uh, the two young girl, uh, women, really, now, uh, that were the offspring of... Uh, Jenner and uh, the the mother uh, are very very famous now. They're very very pretty. But one is a billionaire. No kidding. Kylie Jenner <laughs> is a billionaire, and it was all over the papers. She's the youngest billionaire at twenty years old, even wow. younger than Zuckerberg. Wow! 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 And so, so how'd she make her money? Lips. <laughs> Well, I'm not called Lily Lip for nothing. <laughs> That's right. And Lily could, hey, you could start your own Yeah, line. yeah. She apparently has these lips. I looked at the picture. They're like puffy. They say she's had a little work. But she started her company <laughs> by offering uh, lipstick and with um, lip liner, a package for $29, okay? And she has like 126 million followers on, uh, I think that's just Facebook or Twitter. But she's got wow. millions and millions. So she puts this up online for sale, uh-huh. $29. Uh-huh. Her audience is primarily 18 to 24. It's sold out in minutes. So what What do you what think the appeal is that? What do you think the appeal is? it the name card? Well, she uses Jenner, right? No, she uses Jenner, so yeah. So what's the, what's the appeal? I mean, what... Do all these women want to look like her? I mean, she's very pretty. Dark hair, but you know... Yeah, but if they don't have... If they haven't uh, Botox their lips... 
Well, first they start with a lipstick, and then they gradually they bite Botox, and who else knows? Maybe they have lip implants now. I don't know. <laughs> oh, Jesus. But, but I'm curious because there's so many lipsticks and so many companies that appeal to different age groups. But it's her. It's her. She is selling herself. The Kardashians have only done anything but sell themselves. All the sell uh, uh, is just <laughs> branding, right? You know, I was just going to say. Yeah, right? You know what? Every, nobody's a person anymore. Everybody's a brand. Yeah, all these, all you know? these celebrities. Trump's a brand. And you don't have to do I mean, those, those women have never done anything, really. I mean, they're models, and they're on TV. I mean, you know, what is it of note that they've ever done? Well, let's not go there, but... Uh, yeah, here she is, and you know. I mean, lipstick and a lip liner. Give yeah, me a. There you have it. And I think she's expanded the line. I forget the name of it. But you know, this was what kills me, and I wanted it to be a theme uh, of our podcast is to kind of uh-huh. push back against all that bull of pop culture, push back with empathy. See, to me. This is a type of a corruption and sickness. Yeah, yeah. That these people yeah. uh, have become extremely wealthy, extremely right. uh, famous. Right. And what the hell, you know, why don't we have some other famous people? Uh, oh, we do. But the people, the, the geniuses in our world, the scientists, the mathematicians, men as well as women, people don't know them. No, they don't. You, they don't they know, know the names. People know companies. People know Zuckerberg. Yeah. You know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, it, it's uh, Tim Cook. You know. Yeah. But these take take. What's her name? Kyla. Kylie. Oh, Kylie. Sorry, Ooh. sorry. Kylie. Um, take that. I I really find this interesting because, you know, uh, women of like eighteen to twenty four are. You know, maybe they go to Sephora. I'm just suggesting that yeah, maybe yeah. they go to a place like Sephora. Million, I mean, you know, there's a number of different kinds of lipsticks, and I'm sure there's more than enough lipsticks that appeal to them. <laughs> I'm sure there are. Right? No, it's not an issue of the product. No, it's her, you mean. It's they her. They want to be They her. want her. They want to identify with right. her. Right. So she develops, or she does, it says, which is all bull. I would say that if Kylie could make a lipstick that you could also eat, <laughs> now that That's I might con- consider. A new condiment? Yeah. Well... It could be condiment lipstick, you know? I, I want to talk about something that I feel very uh, strongly about. Um, unfortunately, it, it has to do more with, um, I, I guess you'd say consumerism ah. and um, uh, consumer absurdity and <laughs> things like that. And, and Jewel has something, too, that's um, on yeah. that note, uh, which is a good way um, to sort of bring this all around. Yeah, it's probably a shitty way to bring this all around. <laughs> But uh, anyway, I, I found out about it in a cab, in a taxi cab oh. yesterday in New York City. Um, and in the news, top on the news in the taxi cab anyway, was that Heinz products, I don't know if they call it, you know, it's not just Heinz ketchup, but no, the Heinz okay, company yeah, yeah. is going way out and coming up with lots of new condiments. Now, <laughs> nobody... <laughs> really talks about condiments. No, they don't. No, no. They condiments their... are a very underrated exactly. topic. They don't get their share of attention. And I wondered, you know, are there condiments, I suppose there are, I guess, but which condiments 
actually appeal to which demographic in our country? Interesting. Right? I mean, is ketchup for everybody? <laughs> right? Do you like ketchup? I do. I love ketchup. Yeah. I mean, I, as a kid, I put it on spaghetti. I mean, that's the only way to eat it. <laughs> so maybe, maybe there's a way of coming together with ketchup because ketchup could unite us. <laughs> Right? We have that in common. But not just women. Everybody. I mean everybody. You mean the world? I mean the world. Oh, shit. Or let's just start with this country. Okay, let's start Okay, so next. I think there's something that we should look into. We should look into it. For our next program. The history of condiments or... The history of, or the history of ketchup or how ketchup can unite us. <laughs> That's good. Yeah.